Welcome to High Hungry, I'm Dad. Hello, everyone, and welcome to High Hungry, I'm Dad, the podcast where nerdy dads talk nerdy fads. I am your still alive host, Jared, and I'm here with... <laughs> you sound like you're barely alive. I, what do you mean? <laughs> it's just, I'm Jared. I'm Nathan. Hey, everybody, I'm Nathan. I did the thing. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, it's Nathan. No, I, I'm... I get I'm, the confusion, though. Jesus, please help me. <laughs> the, the beard, the good looks. Mm. Mm. You got the beard. The good looks. No, just the beard. Anyway, we put out a post on Facebook. Uh, it, it's one that Nathan posted. It's name something your mother always said. I really posted that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that was me. Anyway, we thought it might be fun to go through all the comments and say what everybody's mom used to tell them. So this first one is from me, which I feel like I should do it. I should talk about it and explain it a little bit. Uh, is uh, there's not a yellow arm in the basement that's trying to kill you. So when when I was a kid growing up in in in, uh, in Indiana, uh, my brother and I went down into my grandparents' basement and saw like a yellow towel on a clothesline that they had down there. And my brother swore up and down it was a yellow arm, and they eventually got into my head and freaked me out. And we w we would be too scared to go into the basement without an adult because we thought that the yellow arm was going to get us. Was it Bad Ben? It was not Bad Ben. <laughs> oh man, I wish it was Bad Ben. Oh, no, yeah, no chains in the basement, so definitely not Bad Ben. Mm, I mean, maybe he just got rid of the chain. Well, my grandparents didn't live on Steelmanville Road, Damn. so. So it couldn't have been Bad Ben. No, nope, not Bad Ben. Hmm. I'm glad that probably nobody out there listening has even heard of Bad Ben. I'm I'm actually kind of sad because that <laughs> movie brought me so much joy. Because <laughs> it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Definitely. I mean, I've, I've probably seen worse, but it is pretty bad. If you if you want to watch a movie where a guy says "God damn it" like a hundred times and it's fucking scripted, watch this movie. Fuck my life. Fuck my life. That only happened once, and it was the best moment of the movie for me. <laughs> All right, Jerry. What's our next one? Uh, well, Elliot Hoops says hello. That is something that mothers would say. Yeah, but mothers be crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, Bob Crossno says you're gonna get pneumonia in the bunghole what does that even mean well so pneumonia is when your lungs fill up with fluid yeah i know so i'm assuming that pneumonia of the bunghole is when the bunghole gets filled up with fluid it's also called diarrhea no that's whenever it gets out of the bunghole oh so when it's inside it's pneumonia of the bunghole mystery solved <laughs> so <laughs> Char, do it. <laughs> Camelamicorns, fucking <laughs> nailed it. That was good. Wait until your father gets home. I think growing up, that's like one of the 
biggest things that you can hear as as a kid. Yeah. Like like growing up in like the eighties, nineties and I guess before where like waiting for your dad to get home to get punished was like the biggest fucking Yeah thing. Cause you knew that so here's the thing though, is that we when had your dad to gets home from work and like it, think about exactly what he was gonna do to punish you. Or in the case of my father, he didn't know. And when he got home, he was tired and cranky already because right. he rode the train in from Chicago. And when my mom, first thing, would tell him something we had done, he would just lose it. And that's why he hates you now. <laughs> it is. It was terrible. It's terrifying. So whenever, whenever, wait till your father gets home, please don't tell dad. <laughs> please don't tell, don't tell him. I'll, I'll rub your feet. <laughs> I will sweep out the house. <laughs> I don't tell dad. That's what I had. Don't, t- don't tell dad. Good job. All right. Uh, ooh. David Crossno had another one. Nailed it. No. Oh, no, that's Bob Crossno. This is David Crossno. I wonder if they're brothers. They might be. Are you guys brothers? Bob, David, are you brothers? Or are you one person with two different uh, uh, Facebook pages? Uh, David says, and this too shall pass. And yes, yes, it does. Yeah. Every Everything passes. Like kidney stones. I was just going to say kidney stones. They Sometimes they don't pass, and you've got to go to the doctor, and they use that ultrasound thing to send sound waves to break up the kidney stones so you mm-hmm. can pee them out. Mm-hmm. Have you done that? No. Yeah, me either. I don't want to do that. I, I drink. Either. I drink a lot of green juice and water, so I don't get kidney stones. Did you forget the name of water? <laughs> No, my mustache, it, my mustache, my mustache itched. Your mustache. My mustache itched. It was itches. So, Lucian Asian, no, not Asian, Asian. <laughs> Could be. I actually know this guy, so. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. And that and that's what makes this so funny. <laughs> that's not my cocaine. It could be anyone's. Yeah, that's, that's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it so funny to me. That's what's that's what makes it funny to Lucian is that it's not a joke. All right, Joshua Carey says, "I love you." To which I was resp- I replied, "I love you too, Joshua." And Joshua said, "I was talking about my mother, uh, about what my mother always said, but I love you too, brother. God bless you." I don't know how he knew I sneezed, but at that moment you did sneeze. I did sneeze and it was it was worth all of the love between me and Joshua. So Jim Williams says, boys, I'm going to tell your dad. That's pretty much the same thing as the, uh, <laughs> say it, wait until your father gets home. Yeah. Who's, who said that one earlier? Huh? Who said that one earlier? Uh, shark camel <laughs> It's I'm, it's impressed every time. Uh, Terry Brazy says, I'm cold. Put some socks on. So, hold on. No, that's straight up mother so, logic, dude. No, so hold on. <laughs> are there are there mothers saying, I'm cold. Put some socks on. Yes. Or are, are there moms saying, 
No, it's are, it's are all they one saying, quote. I'm cold, and then she's saying, put some socks on. No, no, no. This is all one quote. I'm cold, comma, put some socks on. End quote. That's weird to me. Do you want to know why I love this? Why? Because my mom walks around the house with one sock on. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And you ask her, and she says, well... I was cold, but I didn't want to get too hot. <laughs> and she also does it. That's she has great. my parents have wood floors, mm-hmm. and so she does it. So she doesn't. She also doesn't slip and fall down. She's got one good foot with traction, which is also That's cold. Fair. It's also her cold foot. That's fair. But when that foot get when that foot gets too cold, just switch the sock. Yeah, she just moves the sock over. Yeah, it's like it's like flipping your mattress. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that is that is absolutely something that my mom would say. Oh, I'm cold. You should put some socks on. You so know. she's telling her fucking self to no, put socks no, on. No, she's telling me to put socks on so I won't be cold too. You didn't say you were cold though. No. Mothers don't care about that. If a mother is cold, then the child must be cold too. That doesn't make sense. That's how mothers work. That does not make sense. So Martin Hahn says, don't swear so much. It loses its meaning. I don't fucking believe that. I am kind of with her on this because if you, if you cuss sparingly, then when you do cuss, like, like, I mean, I know you've cussed in front of your kids before, right? Yeah, of course. I definitely have, but I don't normally cuss in front of my kids. Yeah, I don't usually. So but when I, I have. do, when I do, they flip out. Mm-hmm. Like they and just get real quiet. Yeah, it's fun to watch. <laughs> and, I, and I always have to be like, know. guys, 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 that wasn't aimed at you. I'm sorry. Don't use that word at school. If you do, <laughs> you heard it from your mom. <laughs> your mom said it. I learned it from your mom. <laughs> yeah. I, I only know these words because your mom says them all the time. <laughs> I thought they were funny words. They are funny words. So, Nathan, I know that you had one earlier, uh, but was there anything else that your mom used to tell you whenever you were growing up? Um, let's see. Because I'll share mine. Yeah, what's yours? So, as... A lot of you may know already, my mom passed away whenever I was young. Bummer, I know. I'm sorry. But one of the things that I do remember is a game that she used to play with me. So, you know how, like, whenever you're growing up, you would play, like, The Floor is Lava and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, just these imaginary games. Well, whenever I was growing up, I would get off of my parents' bed, and then my mom would tell me, the gator's going to get you. So I would have to jump back on the bed so the gator didn't get me. And I think that's probably where my illogical fear of alligators comes from. (laughs) Nice. Alligators don't live under beds. They don't, but they could. Your mom lied to you. My mom was a saint. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, You know... (laughs) Uh, I don't know. My, my childhood was spent a lot with, with a lot of my mom 
telling me that I could have, I should apply myself more. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I get it now. Yeah, I can see why. A lot of my adulthood is spent with, you should apply yourself more. If you, if you just applied yourself more, you know, I don't understand why you want to be such an underachiever. And I'm like, just love me. <laughs> I don't know. I had no joke. That's what <laughs> I said. So one thing that we know is no matter what our parents tell us, we always hear what we want to hear. Yeah. Which brings us up to our next topic. Oh, what a guy. Laurel versus Yanni. 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 It's Yanni. Yanni, Yanni. Did you? Whatever. Did you for real hear Yanni? No. Yanni. I I fucking heard Laurel. (laughs) I heard Laurel too. Okay. So here's what's up. You guys know what we're talking about. Laurel versus Yanni. We know that you know. We know that you know. And if you don't know, you you live under a rock. Not the rock. No, not the rock. Although that would be a very comfortable place to live. No, I bet that would be fucking terrifying. I bet he's real comfortable. <laughs> oh, man. And he's all squishy in the right places, but hard in the other right places. Uh, he got muscles and teeth. Mm. No, I don't like this. <laughs> mm. My mother used to always say the best place to sleep is under the rock. Please no. So, so Yanni versus Laurel. Laurel versus Yanni. Uh, what this is is somebody put on Instagram. Uh, what do you hear? Uh, do you hear Yanni or do you hear Laurel? And people listen to it, and based on the frequencies that they hear best, that they're most prominent in hearing, uh, they either heard Laurel or Yanni. There's actually uh, a few. Uh, things out there some like pitch bending and whatnot to where it will help you hear one or the other or you can hear both at the same time which is kind of interesting uh it's definitely an interesting uh it's interesting to me from a sound engineering standpoint of how they did it and that they uh manipulated the frequencies because it's the same voice it's just you're hearing them at different Yeah, it's the same recording. Yeah. Uh, and there's several experts that have come out to say, like, the reasons as to why you hear two different things. And uh, it, it seems like one of the things was, like, dependent on the audio quality mm-hmm. could make it seem like it's saying something else. So. Yeah. Like the blue and black dress. Yeah. Which it's blue. And I black. saw both. I didn't. I saw blue and black. I saw blue and black to start with. Blue and then black. I saw white and gold after that. Nope. I never saw the white and gold. It's it's because of the filter they used. It was the lighting yeah, and the, the filter. lighting and the filter. Yeah. Yeah, it made it look blue and black. Mm-hmm. Which it still is blue and black. Uh, but it's a, this is the same principle. It's it's that you manipulate things a certain way, and then it based on um honestly genetics um experience uh like I, in this case also ear trauma because i yeah. i i have some ear trauma my right ear broke up with my left <laughs> that wasn't good i just that was I, terrible <laughs> i i have i i 
uh, over years of running live sound and stuff, I've uh, lost some hearing in my left ear, and that makes it hard for me to hear over there sometimes. Over where? What? Hmm? So what I said was my right ear broke up with my left. <laughs> it's still not funny. It's, it's real good. <laughs> it's not. Okay, so obviously I heard Laurel. I heard Laurel. You heard Laurel. Mm-hmm. But you said that you did start hearing. Okay, so I put on my studio headphones, the ones mm-hmm. I'm wearing now, and uh, cranked the volume all the way up, pushed my heads to my hands on the sides of my headphones, and I actually was able to hear Yanny very very lightly way way up on the high end of the frequency it's because i had to close my eyes and like seriously fucking focus on this just to get it and um uh i mean it's there it's it's not a it's not a trick that like one of the one of the biggest comments i saw was oh it must be different links we'll send you to one that says yanny and one that says laurel because some people were saying well, I heard one one time, and I heard the other another time, but that's not how this works. No, it's not. It's not different links. It's literally the way that you're listening to it. It's actually more work to do it on different links than it is to do it on different frequencies. Yeah. So get on social media. Let us know what you hear. I want to know what you hear. Tell me. God damn. <laughs> Why do I do this thing with you? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Hey, Jared, do you know what it's time for? No, what time is it for? It's time for dad jokes from bad... Uh, it's dad jokes from bad blokes. For bad blokes? What did I name this? What did, I, what did I name this segment. segment? Is it dad, dad jokes for bad blokes? Yeah. That's what it is now. That's what it is today. <laughs> You like how I next time you like the new know. song I wrote for it? That was like half a song. No, no, I nailed it. <clears throat> Full phrase. So, hey, Jared. What? How do you make a tissue dance? I don't know. You put a little boogie in it. Ugh. <laughs> I like that one a lot. What does a rain cloud wear to bed? What? Thunderpants. Hmm. That's a good one, because it's a rain cloud, and then it, thunder comes from rain clouds, mm. and if it's going to bed, it wears thunderpants. Thunderpants. Thunder, Captain Thunderpants. <laughs> what do you call a deer with no eyes? A deer? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first thing a monster eats after a teeth cleaning? What? The dentist. <laughs> nice that's a good he got me <laughs> um what do you have when you have two little green balls in the palm of your hand i don't know kermit's undivided attention <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah i like that I like one that a lot one. what's the difference between ignorance and apathy oh what i don't know and i don't care nice uh, have, Jared, here's a here's a question. Um, have you ever smelled mothballs? Yeah. Uh, how did you get their little legs apart? I spread them <laughs> with tweezers. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> this is stop being funny. <laughs> All right, that's my last one. Here's your last one. What kind of a tree does a math teacher climb? What kind? 
geometry. Uh ha ha. I don't like math jokes cuz I'm stupid. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Let's take a quick time out. Are you sleeping on an old mattress and looking for a better night's sleep? Sometimes. Then get the bed that other mattresses dream about. Nectar Mattress isn't your regular mattress in a box brand. They provide a better mattress for a better price and have the guarantee to back it up. They have a 365-night trial, free shipping and returns, and a forever warranty. Nathan, you know this. I do know this. What do I know? I I got rid of my old mattress, and I Mm -hmm. bought a Nectar mattress, and it has been a 100% increase in my sleep. I mean, you sleep 100 times more? I sleep 100 times more. I am in a coma most nights. Oh. I fully believe in Nectar, Nectar Mattress because it has been the best night's sleep that I've had in a long time. I used to have an old pillow top mattress with the springs, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. It dipped in the middle, and once it goes out, you just have to throw it away. But, but the, dip, the dip is how you know it loves you because it's hugging you. With Nectar Mattress... You have a forever warranty. So if any of the... That's a long time. That is a very long time. But if the product fails for some reason, if it gets a dip in it, send it back. They will send you a new one. So for our listeners, they can get $125 off and two free pillows by visiting bit.ly slash highhungry. So, hey, Jared, you know how you, you, you normally get beer from, I don't know, normal, conventional beer buying means yeah like george from the street corner yeah yeah that that's what i mean like instead of buying beer from george which could be shady could be scary you don't know i mean it's from george on the corner but it's a homebrew yeah no no it's homebrew it's he he hides it in his jacket yeah so it doesn't lose its flavor no oh that's that flavor is sweat and desperation no, Jared, there's a better way. That better way is Craft Beer Club. Okay. Craft Beer Club is a direct-to-your-door beer delivery service. For $42 a month, you can get 12 beers, and they'd send it straight to your door. No more going to George. Well, I'll, I'll probably no. still go to George. No, <laughs> no more going to George. But he has other things than just beer. He also has uh, crabs. Probably. And lice. Most definitely. Craft Beer Club doesn't have crabs or lice. <laughs> what they do have, each month they're going to they, they're gonna send you uh, beer from two different breweries. And there's going to be two different selections of beer from those two different breweries. Because how hard is it finding new beer all the time? It's pretty hard. Yeah, because you only know George, and all he has is is, is Bud Light Micheladas in his jacket, and they're all hot and warm, covered in his shame. Crab Beer Club will not send you beer covered in shame. I can appreciate that. So in this month's selection, Jared and I got uh, two beers by a river horse. One is Roly Poly Pills, and... And the River Horse Special Ale, which is an American Amber. And these all look great, and I'm very excited to drink these. We also got two beers from Wild Ride Brew. There is Electrify IPA, which I like my IPAs. 
I'm going to drink that real good. And we also got Nut Crusher Peanut Butter Porter. I'm you, excited about that one. Yeah, you know, you know, there has never been a time in my life where I've drank a beer and thought, that's a real Nut Crusher. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to this. I am looking forward to having my nuts crushed by this beer. And uh, in uh, this box that we just got, we also got a really, really nice bottle opener. Because all of these beers that we've gotten this month are all in bottles. So to have a bottle opener is really convenient. Yeah. You have to sign up for the three-month subscription to get the bottle opener as a bonus. So if you guys want to sign up for the Craft Beer Club, please go to bit.ly slash hhidbeer. Let's get back to the show. So Nathan, one of the hot topics of the internet this week was the Annie versus Laurel. We covered it. No, that was on social media. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking about Google duplex. Okay. How much does it cost to rent one? It's, it's not, it's not a duplex duplex. That's what a, a duplex is like a house split into two. No, and then not people live on one half. And some no, not, the not the Google duplex. The Google duplex is an AI system that works with your Google Assistant okay. that is supposed to be able to make intelligent phone calls to set up hair appointments or make reservations at restaurants and all of the above. That's already ahead of me. Yeah. You don't do any of those things. No, I do them. I just <clears throat> don't do them well. <laughs> I'm bad at setting appointments. See, the great thing about Google Duplex is it doesn't have social anxiety. I'm so bad at setting appointments to get my hair cut that I just started doing it myself. And you fuck it up royally. <laughs> I, I did it one time. One time in like 20 years is not bad. So you've been cutting your own hair for 20 years? No, it's probably been like 15. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. I do good. It looks good. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for taking it this way. <laughs> Talking about your fucking haircut. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, Google Duplex. Uh yeah, no, this this seems really interesting. Uh, I, I think that, obviously, as of right now, it's still vaporware. It's not released. It's not out on the market. It's just a concept as of right now. They're still building the programs that it takes to actually implement this. Okay, why would people do this instead of just setting appointments online? You can just go to a company's website and set an appointment online with them. Because if you have a Google Home, then all you have to say is, hey, Google, make a haircut appointment between this time and this time. Were you really worried that Google Home was going to answer you just now? No, because we're too far away. Oh. So you, you tell your Google Home and then it just sets it? Yeah. And how much time does that save you real like real time? A lot of time. I mean, normal setting appointments takes, what, five minutes? I mean, maybe. I mean, unless you get put on hold. Yeah. What? Okay. Okay, now I see it. So, it's a, so like, it can sit on hold for you and then talk uh, to the people and set appointments for them so that you don't have to do that. Well, yeah, it could. I mean, how many times have you called somewhere and then you get put on hold? Fucking all the time. Yeah, like and immediately. So, and so you don't have to sit on hold. So I get where the I get where the time saving is. But 
it's it's more than just time saving. I, I think in a sense of sitting on hold, it talks to your mother for you. <laughs> Potentially, yes. <laughs> I mean, it could, right? It, it could. It could. Hey, Google, call my mom. My my mom would be best friends with Google. <laughs> she would she would call me later to tell me what a good conversation she had with Google. Yeah, I bet your mom would be best friends with your Google assistant. <laughs> what, what the fuck is that face that you're making? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. Why are you talking about my mom, man? I, I mean, I've met your mother. I know. How how did you meet my mother? Okay, so we had a group of friends, right? Uh-huh. Uh, one of them is Neil Patrick Harris. And one is Robin Trubatsky. Mm-hmm. And one is... Uh, Marshall and Lily. Yeah. They're one entity. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and we all like hang out at a bar. Mm-hmm. And What's a lot it called? Of the, I don't remember. What's the name of the bar? Puzzles. What is it called? Puzzle. Puzzles. That's the puzzle. That's the puzzle. Okay. We're going to move on from <laughs> making more <laughs> from making more How I Met Your Mother jokes. So, Jared, like, really, like, explain to me, like, what, what the real benefit of this is, though. Because I can, I mean, I can avoid sitting on hold. I can, you know, there's a lot of things I can avoid doing, saving time by just you know, looking up a website uh, and setting an appointment through there on my phone. So instead of going to a website and filling out information and, you know, going through that whole process, all you have to do is say two simple words, Hey Google, and then it does it for you. It's, it's an extreme time saver. Okay. If it does work, if, if it's implemented the way that, they presented it to be it's gonna be great and if you haven't seen the video yet we'll post it on social media uh what i heard was that uh the videos and the clips that they showed at the presentation were most likely staged yeah they they were definitely staged because the companies didn't say their name or like they didn't say their own their own name or the company name so like if it's a, if it's a stage script, I mean, because if I get a phone call from Google Assistant and they're telling me to set up an appointment or whatever, uh, I mean, I've got a lot of questions. Like as somebody who's trying to set the appointment for a customer, right? And it would be, you know, what if the time that 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 Google Assistant is telling me, I I can't fit that in my schedule. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, if it's implemented the way they presented it, then it would go through those processes of determining the question that's being asked and giving the answer based off of the information that you gave it mm-hmm. to set the appointment. Okay. So, here again, this is all vaporware. It's obviously the... Cotton. <laughs> Those beautiful puffy clouds. <laughs> so it's it's a concept as of right now. So the guy that was presenting has, has said that they've been working on this for years. They're obviously still writing the programs. Or they're still getting everything set up. So we don't know how it's going to work just yet. Okay. 
but this is this is something that they've been working on and they feel like they're finally to a point where they can at least announce it and still finish you know fixing bugs or fixing other issues that they might have with the AI itself so I guess my question is when do we get to Skynet no I mean this is headed straight to Skynet <laughs> like I was tr I'm trying really hard to not go here but, but I mean you open the, you open the worms. <laughs> it always goes here <laughs> you open the worms of the can and really the question is is it going to blow up into Skynet and start controlling everyone? I mean, you're giving it the the ability to control human lives. But you still have to give it a command to actually start the process. Yeah, but then it controls everything after that. Before you know it, it's going to know your, your patterns and it's going to know when to call and when to order certain things and when to set certain appointments. And then it just sends everything to your Google calendar and tells you your, wait your what your, your Google calendar I your, said I said Guggen your Guggen your Guggen calendar I need to get you a don't Guggen know what's going to be called in the future <laughs> when when Google and Apple when they when they interface what am I doing with my fingers when they merge it's going to be called Guggen so your Guggen assistant it's going to just, it, they're going to run your life. They're, you're going to do what they tell you to do because it's going to know your patterns. I mean, I I think it will probably definitely learn your patterns because you already see that on Google Maps. Yeah. But my I don't iPhone think it's knows how life. long I sit on the toilet. It knows that the gas station between my house and my, and my office is somewhere that I stop a lot to go to the bathroom and when I go there, it says that is it is a significant location. <laughs> this is not a joke. This is real. So my Google Maps, I have my dog in daycare, which you know, but the mm -hmm. listeners don't. There is a liquor store right next door. Mm -hmm. So whenever I leave work, it tells me you are 10 minutes away from such and such liquor. <laughs> it's nice i think my phone thinks i have a problem and i'm just waiting for the emails of hey you need to get into aa maybe maybe you just maybe you sell maybe you sell a bootleg yeah with george with george no you stay away from george dude <laughs> he's bad news i told you this he's a cool guy anyway i i think the idea is really cool i i, I would probably use it Probably not a lot, but I think I would probably use it from time to time. Question. Answer. Do you think that if you're, since you're using a Google Home device to do this, mm -hmm. that the government is going to listen to you through your Google Home device and it's going to learn your patterns and so it can follow you? Most definitely. Okay. That's all my question was. <laughs> Did you think I was going to give you a different answer? Nope. <laughs> All right. Nope, you, you you answered my question. Yep. You 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 echoed back in my echo chamber. That's not a phrase that people use. No, it's not. We can start it. There it is. Echo back in your echo chamber. Echo back in your echo chamber. You can find these t-shirts on <laughs> on our spreadshirt spread page for echo back in your echo chamber. Hey Nathan. Yeah. You need some advice? Mm, yeah. Well, let's do it. What you got? Okay. It's a, this is from Ash Loves DNP. Uh, Ashley, sh and it cut off the rest because I just 
screenshot these. Uh, the question is, quick, how do you know when a boy's flirting with you? Hashtag advice, hashtag need advice. How do you know when a boy's flirting with you, Jared? He asked me how big my dick is. I shit you not. The last time I got hit on by a guy, he asked me how big my dick was. <laughs> well, that's impressive. Well, I'm so bad at flirting. I don't know why I picked this question. <laughs> I don't know how to flirt. So, I I just smile and talk nice to people. If someone's nice to you, they're flirting with you. Yeah. If a guy's... If, if, a guy's if, a, if somebody you don't know is walking up to you and is nice to you, chances are they're probably fl- flirting with you. I mean, like... It's a dude, right? And he's talking to you. He's probably flirting with you in some way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, all all other things aside, like just kind of in general, you just gotta kind of look at it this way. I've seen way too many videos of like guys catcalling women to not assume that every every time a guy talks to a woman, he's hitting on her. If you're at church, definitely hitting on you. Yeah. For that's, sure. That's the only reason why guys go to church is yeah, to hit on women. You want to find that that good girl. Nathan only plays guitar at church just so he can get the girls. Yeah, I you know, I find a, I always want to find a woman who won't leave me. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> I know. I know. That's real sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so I have one from Maxine at Maxine Secrets. Shh, don't how do you teach a five-year-old that they are not in charge because they say so and throw a tantrum when they don't get their way? Hashtag help, hashtag need advice, hashtag mothers, hashtag kids. You put them in the crate. You crate them. This is why you need to crate your kids. Mm, uh, we already have them on leashes. Have you ever seen a baby cage? I have seen a baby cage. The baby cage. cages have been around since like the eight, the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. I almost said 1800s. That's, I, that, that could be true, too. I don't know. Mm. Baby cages have been around for a very long time. We need to get back to creating our children. But the thing is, a five-year-old would get out of those. No, they won't. Padlock. You electrify the bars. <laughs> <laughs> Electric fence. That works. I'm looking forward to the emails <laughs> we're going to get right now. Yes, I know. Exactly. I guess let's do this dis- disclaimer. Do not fucking put your kids in an electrified fence. Yeah, yeah. But This, do this put is them, obviously jokes. But do put them in a baby cage. <laughs> do put them in a baby cage. Look, you put them in the baby cage, and then they can get the vitamin D from the sun, and it cures jaundice. Two problems solved. <laughs> Tantrums and jaundice. <laughs> yeah, tantrums and jaundice. That's what baby cages are good for. So how do you deal with tantrums? Like for real? Yeah, like for real. I create my children. <laughs> no, okay, so it's not, it's not actually that far off. I, um, I tell my kids to get up. I mean, because my kids don't throw tantrums in public because I handle it at home. Mm-hmm. So they throw, if they're throwing a tantrum at home, I tell them to get up, stop crying, go sit on their bed. And then they cry in their bed, and then I tell them, "Stop crying. You're in here because you're not because you don't know how to behave." And then I go away, and then I come back, and I have a conversation with them about why their behavior was unacceptable and why, by throwing a tantrum and throwing a fit, they are even less likely to get their way now. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm not going to respond to that. I, I do not respond to terrorism. 
children are terrorists and that's why we need to bring back the baby cages chariot <laughs> the baby guantanamo yes it's not it's not waterboarding it's 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 intense baptism okay let's give out this disclaimer do not waterboard your kids <laughs> yeah uh so ryan omega at ryan omg that's actually kind of clever <laughs> how does one bless dice because six natural ones in a single game session ouch hashtag dnd hashtag dice hashtag blessing hashtag j- dice jail hashtag critical fail hashtag need advice Hashtag natural ones, hashtag luck, hashtag ouch, hashtag bribe the dice, hashtag beg the, beg the dice, hashtag plead with the dice. So many hashtags. Why all the hashtags? You already said what you needed to say. Yes. Don't use all the hashtags just because they give you fucking all the yeah. 280 yeah. characters now. Just because you have you more space, Ryan, hey, doesn't mean you what? can abuse it. You don't have to use all of the characters. Because no... no I. Not everybody's going to be searching all of those hashtags. No, but what if they are? But they're not. <laughs> and if they are, I doubt they're going to come across yours, Ryan. Okay, so you know exactly where I'm going to go with this. Mm-hmm. First off, dice gel. It is a thing. Use it. Second yes. off, switch out the motherfucking dice. <laughs> exactly. How many, how many sets of dice you got? I have about ten. I have four. So what I my usually first set do, I don't use anymore. What I usually do is I usually have a specific set of dice for each character. Really? Yes. If you notice, for crit, I always use the bright green dice. It's because those are his dice. Is it because his ultra blast is green? Mm-hmm. Neat. I I use my dice in order of which ones I like the most. So I usually start off with the glow in the dark dice. And then when those start to fail me, I typically go to the orange uh, dice, which are, and so the, that's my, those two are my diehard dice. And then I go to my ones that come in the little plastic uh, boxes that, which company I forget. And then I go down that line. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, because you never know, because the, my favorite dice, some games have done really, really well. And so I, if I continue to use them, that luck should be on that side this whole time, right? No. Stat- statistically speaking. Yeah, let's talk about statistics. <laughs> I don't want to. It's math. <laughs> we, we already discussed. I'm stupid at math. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's why this is not a math podcast. No. So I, I don't like – I do switch out my dice. I don't necessarily have like – the go-to secondary dice and the the third i just usually have a couple sets with me and i'll just grab the next set and just see how those work oh i do have friends that will just switch out the one dice that failed them so if it's just the d20 they'll just switch the d20 i cannot do that uh uh my my buddy austin does that he's actually okay. he's actually using my my first set that did me a real wrong in a couple of on the pirate ship in Tamada. I, I don't even touch those dice anymore. Good. <laughs> he touches them and they do great for him in our other game. You must feel betrayed. I don't. I don't care that much. No, you must. No, because my glow in the dark dice and my orange dice usually do me real well in that game. As in most games I play, hmm. I play many games. Yeah, you do. 
So, Ryan, switch out those dice, fool. Switch them out. If you don't have more dice, get them. Borrow them. Get on Amazon. Buy one of those sets that's like... like after two nat ones in a row, you switch it. Fuck that. Yeah. After one nat one, you switch it. You don't give that <laughs> one another shot until you roll a nat one with other dice. Your fucking D20 doesn't tell you what to do, Ryan. Yeah, you tell it what to do when you throw it. So Roy Lindsay at Arland1968. Do you think they were born in 1968? I don't. I think that they probably wanted to be born in 1968. What if it's January 9th, 68? It could be. It's probably not. What if it's January... 96 of 08 (laughs) January 96 of 08 yeah so he asks it's been since before the new year that I've written anything should I even waste my time hashtag writer's life hashtag need advice hashtag what now so first off to quit Hashtag writer's life? I don't think so. If you're not writing anything. Oh, burn. Then fucking, you're not a writer. Burn, idiot. <laughs> Stephen King, always writing. Always A-B-W. Always be writing. Always be writing. And no, for real, Coffee's though, for writers. Like, it, you, like in all seriousness, like, I'm going to go serious on this. If, if you are a writer and you or you are aspiring to be a writer, just write something. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be uh, part of your story. Just write something. Yeah, write something. But you know what? So the thing is, like, if you have a certain project in mind, if you have something that you've already started, write your outline. Do some research. Writing isn't just writing on paper. Yes. You have to do... There's research that's involved. There's backstories for characters. Mm -hmm. There's... A bunch of shit that you can be doing that isn't necessarily technically writing your story. Yeah. But if you feel like you're in a writer's block, just try writing anything. Yeah, just write something. It Just fr- let your brain free flow into a separate document file. Yeah. Just just free flow. Just write something, anything. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe, you, you know, maybe you'll start a short story that you really enjoy and that could turn into your next novel or something that you're writing sparks your imagination on your current project. Yeah. So you switch back over and guess what? Now you're back in it. Yeah. So. Right. Uh, just a- write. ABW always be writing. ABWI always be writing idiot. <laughs> Was that too aggressive? No. Okay. So hashtag what now? Hashtag keep writing. Idiot. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, the podcast source, and podknife.com. We only grow because of you spreading the word. Join in on the conversation on social media by searching High Hungry Podcast on all platforms. Help us create a better show by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash highhungrypodcast and by supporting Craft Beer Club and Nectar Mattresses. You can also find our shirt designs on Spreadshirt.com by searching High Hungry Podcast. And we also have stickers that are available now. And as always, keep it nerdy. And don't forget your pants.